Hey friends, I hope you're all staying as safe and healthy and comfortable as possible, and that you're taking care of all the people and plants and animals that are important to you. Speaking of staying healthy, I got the COVID booster shot last night at a CVS downtown. It was super quick, and the only discomfort I'm having today is just a tiny bit of soreness in my shoulder where the woman stuck me. If you're eligible for the booster, I'd, I'd like to encourage you to get it. I need to keep every listener I have, okay? So no dying. Thank you. Uh, are you looking forward to the holidays? Hanukkah is already coming on. If you celebrated Hanukkah this year, happy belated Hanukkah. The last night of Hanukkah this year was December 6th. I'm not Jewish. Uh, I've never been to a bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah. Uh, from what I've seen from television shows and films, they look like they'd be a lot of fun to attend. Christmas is two weeks away, if you celebrate that. Uh, Kwanzaa is after Christmas. That, that begins uh, the day after Christmas and goes to New Year's Day. I'm a big book giver for Christmas. Both my parents are readers, as, as are some of my friends. I love to give a book as a gift. It's easy to wrap relatively inexpensive, and if you're buying a book for someone you know and you know what they like to read, you can't go wrong. Speaking of buying books, I am the author of nine novels that are all currently available in both paperback and ebook formats worldwide via Amazon, and if you don't use Amazon, you can purchase most of my books in paperback format at barnesandnoble.com. It's very easy to find and purchase my novels. Just go to either amazon.com or barnesandnoble.com bn.com if you're lazy, and type my name, which is Andy Mascola. My last name is spelled M-A-S as in sugar, C-O-L-A as in Coca-Cola. And uh, take a look at my titles, and you can read samples of all my books. They're all between 150 and 160 pages. I write in a variety of genres, and they're all reasonably priced. $9 U.S. for most of them in paperback, $2.99 U.S. or the equivalent for an ebook. And if you buy a paperback copy via Amazon, you'll get the ebook version of that story for free. There are no ads on the People Are the Enemy podcast. There is no Patreon set up for this show. The only thing I've ever asked of listeners is that if you love the show and you'd like to help support it and myself monetarily and get yourself or the reader in your life some fine literature, buy one or two of my books. If you've already bought any or all of my novels, thank you, thank you, thank you. I sincerely appreciate your generous patronage. And with all that out of the way, here's the quirky theme song. People Are the Enemy listeners, this is episode 203 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Thank you for spending time with me. You should be thanking me. This is the best podcast there is. Listen, I've, I've, I've heard all the others are garbage, trash, rubbish, as they say in New England. Rubbish. Did you throw your rubbish out? Don't leave without putting your rubbish in the trash can before you leave the cafeteria, okay? And and take take your lunch bucket with you. Yeah. <laughs> 
Your lunch bucket. That's what they called it. Can you believe that? New England. Anyway, hope you guys are doing well. You are listening to the People Are the Enemy podcast. I'm the host, show's host, or the host, show's, whatever you prefer. My name is Andy Mascola. It's good to be with you. I hope your December is going well. Mine is going very good. I got, I got a free hat the other week. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, free Wu-Tang hat. You know, Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to F with. And, I, and I'm editing, if only because I try to keep it clean, okay? But yeah, yeah, I got this email that came from Hulu. You know, my, my wife and I, uh, we, we subscribe to Hulu, and there's so many... I, I shouldn't even... I'm not going to promote it. Why should I promote it? You know, I don't get paid by Hulu. But I, I'll tell you, of all the channels and the, the streaming services that are offered, the pay streaming services, I should say, uh, I like Hulu the best. That's 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 my that's my channel. There's there's more things to watch on that channel that I enjoy than I think any of the other channels. Anyway, I got this email from Hulu and it said, "Hey, we've got a ton of free uh, Wu Tang merchandise that we're giving away. You know, uh, to to help promote the new season of the Wu Tang biopic show. I call it. I don't know what to call it. It's like a, you know, it's like you know, like music biopics are like films. I I don't." Uh, bio series, bio series, maybe, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, I, I watched a lot of it and I do enjoy it. Anyway, they sent me this email and I just happened to open it in time. And, uh, they said, pick a gift. And I was like, are you kidding? All right. And I took a look. Wu-Tang tank top. Not wearing a tank top. I've never worn tank tops. I do not have a tank top body. Yikes. In me and me in a tank top. Not, not good. Not good. Okay. Wu-Tang t-shirt. Eh. Ugh, like it was just like, if it had just been the logo, you know, like the, the, the W, you know, maybe, right? Or something cool. I don't know, but it wasn't cool at all. It was just like block letters and it looked like garbage, rubbish. Put your rubbish in the, in the trash can before you leave the cafeteria and don't forget your lunch bucket. <laughs> garbage. What else was there? Okay, there was a Wu-Tang hoodie. Oh, that was dope. It had like a tiger on the front of it. It said tiger style on the arms. Gone. Of course, that was the one that was... They, like, they were just like... You know, anybody that got this email was obviously probably selecting the the Wu-Tang hoodie. Winter's here and you want to get a hoodie, right? So it, it was it was between the, the Wu-Tang tank top, the Wu-Tang t-shirt, and what I got, the Wu-Tang hat. Yeah, it's just a, a you know, just like a, a black... I think it's even called like a dad cap. Like literally like something like a dad would wear. And I'm a dad. And it makes sense. I mean, the Wu-Tang clan was like huge in the 90s. Most of uh, most Wu-Tang fans like myself are probably in their late 30s or 40s, right? The majority of them, you know? And I'm a man in my 40s and I'm a dad. And so I got the Wu-Tang dad cap and it's basically just a black hat with the yellow uh, W logo on the front. And I like it. I wear it everywhere and I feel nice. And I feel cool and I feel hip. And I don't feel like I'm trying to be something I'm not. More and more importantly, you know, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to wear something that's like, it, what, what, you, no, you, I know you. that's not genuine. Whatever that is. You and your little Uzi Vert sweatshirt, you know. You can't see, you won't see like a 47-year-old man in an Uzi Vert sweatshirt. If you do, you know, it's like, gosh, I don't know. You, are, do you really like Uzi, little Uzi Vert that much? Are you sure? All right. Okay. All right. All right. If you say you do, you do. No, no, it's fine. No, he's cool. I like little Uzi Vert. No, he's a pescatarian. I'm a pescatarian. Yeah, we share a lot of this. Yeah. Oh, no, I know. I just, no, no, look at, I'm not a gatekeeper, as the kids say. No, you wear whatever the hell you want. It's 2021. Sheesh, look at a guy wearing a little Uzi Vert sweatshirt. You know, not going to do it. Not going to do it. But, you know, I was thinking of doing, and I, I, I'm kind of on the fence on this one, but I was like, I got into Cowboy Bebop. 
you know? And I don't like, like, anime. I, I watched the live-action one. I'm not... I shouldn't say I don't like anime. I'm not a regular watcher of anime, right? But this Cowboy Bebop live-action uh, series started up on Netflix, and I love John Cho, and I like the concept of Cowboy Bebop, these, like, bounty hunters, you know, uh, flying through the galaxy, going from job to job, trying to, you know, pick up the bad guys and turn them in for, for cash. You know, it's very cool, you know? It's almost like... Um, it almost, like, uh, to me, it was like if, if Han Solo and uh, and Chewbacca, you know, if you just followed their adventures, you know, but instead it's it's this guy, Spike Spiegel, who you've probably seen. Uh, he's got a uh, uh, kind of a hip uh, look. He's got like a, um, he's got like sort of a, uh, uh, shoot, man, I don't know, it's like a weirdly buttoned suit jacket over a shirt and tie and the collar's up really high and he's got this you know that that anime hair that poofy anime hair that is like impossible to achieve you know and then there's a there's another dude named jet and uh he's he's made of some robotic parts he's got like a robotic arm and he's like a kind of a muscle man and he's kind of a uh, a hothead so to speak you know and and they go out in these adventures and they they meet up with different people and other people join up in their team and it's cool and, and i'll tell you what man Nobody liked this thing, man. I, the, 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 like, I started watching and I'm like, why are people into this? This is so cool. But I guess, like, if you're an anime purist, like, the Cowboy Bebop live action version is garbage. Garbage. Rubbish. <laughs> Pick up your rubbish. Pick up your rubbish. Don't leave the cafeteria without your lunch bucket. You lost it. What did you lose? Recess! Get against the wall. Yeah, who says it's aimed against the wall? Recess. Oh, yeah. You lost it! You lost it! Somehow the woman who, like, would tell everybody that they lost it at recess, meaning their recess privileges, like running around like a uh, an imbecile with the other kids, somehow, like, she had this ability to, re ability to remember who she gave it to and who she didn't. She didn't keep a list. woman was, like, 75 years old. How the hell did she do that? You know, I'm thinking about it now. Like 300, like, kids between the ages of, like, 6 and 12, you know? <laughs> you lost it! You lost it! And you lost it! You see about there? I think I told you you lost it. Go get against the wall. Oh my god. Shit. I said the shit word. Alright, well, Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Here we are. Okay, anyway, so I, I, I clicked on it, got the Wu-Tang hat, put in my information. Was it giving my information to, like, you know, it could have been anybody. Yeah, sure, but I was like, no one would go to this length. This is obviously Hulu. Uh, you know, you look at the URL that you're, that you're, you're, you're uh, navigated to, you know, and you, you realize it's legit, you know, and you're filling out this information. It's all very up on the up and up, and I said, this will be interesting. Let's see how long it takes me to get uh, this Wu-Tang hat. And then of course I did, <laughs> I did what any good friend would do. I immediately forwarded the email, forwarded the email to my friends who I know love the Wu Tang Clan, other thirty-something uh, uh, and forty-something-year-old men like myself. <laughs> and they couldn't use it, man. I, Hulu, they 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 locked that stuff down. How about this? They locked that shit down. <laughs> since we're, since the the floodgates are open, I'm already you know swearing up a storm. They locked that shit down, so nobody like if you didn't get the email. You couldn't you couldn't take part in this uh, this marketing thing where it's like hey give away give away uh, two hundred of these uh, Wu Tang hats uh, uh, one hundred and seventy five of these uh, uh, Wu Tang shirts with an awful font and uh, and uh, and uh, five hundred and eighty of these 
uh, tank tops that no 40-year-old man would be seen dead in. <laughs> yeah, man, they locked that stuff down. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, so like, uh, so a couple weeks went by, and like literally they sent me the tracking information, and I'm watching them, like, this thing's really going to show up. And then, yeah, it did, man. It's like, I got it in a, I got the box right here. It's, it's Mitchell and Ness, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Nostalgia company. Well, Nostalgia Company, of course. Again, Wu-Tang has been around for so long. And I opened it up, and it's got this... It's it's beautiful, man. They package this thing beautifully. They put the, uh, you know, like the soft paper in it. They, it's got a tag. It says... They, there's a price tag on it, so it must have been on somebody's shelf. $32. So, hey, $32. Enter the Wu, it says. Welcome to our garment renaissance. Here's your new Wu-Tang gear coming to you from Hulu. And Mitchell and Ness. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Anyway, that's exciting. What else can I tell you? Um, oh, shoot, man. I'll tell you some stories. Okay. Chipped a tooth. Don't know how I did it. Don't know how long it had been chipped. I just, like, found myself, like... Of course I was eating candy. <laughs> some want to do. And, uh... And in trying to get the candy out of my teeth, kind of just, you know, with my tongue, as you, as one does, I noticed that there was one tooth that was kind of rough to my to the tip of my tongue. And I'm like, what is going on with this this tooth? Is this something, like, I, at first I thought it was just something, like, stuck to it, you know what I mean? Because there was no pain, no sensitivity at all. So I had my wife take a look at it, and I pulled I pulled my cheek back because it's, it's, it's one in front of, like, my rear upper molar. So it, it's not even visible uh, when I smile or anything like that. But I pulled, so I pulled my mouth over and I had her take a look and she, she even, she, you know, she took a look in there and she said, yeah, that's, that's chipped. It looks like, it's just a tiny piece. It looks like a tiny piece fell off of it. Maybe it was a, a crown or something like that. No, of course it was. It's the one crown I have. I have one crown. I think it was this time when I was like chewing gum every single day when I was in high school and they were like, you're, you're going to need, you got a cavity. Why, why your teeth are perfect. Why all of a sudden do you have a cavity? And I said, I'm chewing this, this gum every single day. <laughs> They said, well, stop. I said, well, my breath is horrid and I want to meet girls. <laughs> well, don't chew gum then. Use something else. Use scope, you idiot. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, so I got, I have, I had, I have one crown, right? And it broke, man. And it's just, it's not even just, it's like, it looks like a little scoop taken out of the tooth. Like literally, like if you had like the tiniest, the tiniest little ice cream scooper and you just scooped a little, little, little corner out of the tooth. That's exactly what it looks like. But, of course, it needs to be fixed, and it's annoying to have this this thing, you know, and God knows it, it, it's, it hasn't gotten worse, but it may very well get worse, and I don't I don't need that. So I called my dentist and made an appointment. They had me come in first thing uh, in the morning this week. I think it was this past Monday. It was, like, first the first thing I did this week. And, uh, and uh, yeah, and I thought to myself, my, like, I was walking out the door, and my wife goes, what are they going to do for you? And I said, I, I'm, I'm assuming they're just going to, like, <laughs> like, I just pictured her, like, this is why I just kept picturing, like, uh, like you get a hole in the wall, you know, suck, and you get that, like, white putty, you know, and then you just kind of scoop it out with, like, a, uh, I don't know, with, like, a spatula, and then you just kind of, like, slather it on the wall. Like, I thought that's what they were going to do. I thought it was going to be, like, very easy, and I'd be home in an hour, and, and I'd have my tooth fixed, and voila, that's it. You're all done, kid. Get out! Get out and take your rubbish and your lunch bucket and get the hell out of our office. No, not at all. No, this is this is the first of three visits. Yeah, three. So the first one, they just said, no, we're just going to take some pictures. We're going to have your dentist look at it. She's going to figure out what you need. Then you're going to have to come back. I have to come back. Yeah, then you have to come back. We'll take a mold of the tooth. Uh-huh. And then we'll make the mold... And then uh, you'll come back again, and we'll we'll put put the mold in. 
Three weeks later. Three weeks later! <laughs> I was like, oh my god. And of course, you know, I'm sure they're charging me for every visit. You know what I mean? Holy god. And I'm thinking to myself, do I really want this? And then they, they've got this sign, like, you know, just right on the wall there. It says, you know, the cost to... if What it costs to not take care of a tooth. And then it's literally on the sign. So in between, like, the the... the the hygienist talking to me who does the preliminary work and the dentist coming in and looking at my tooth. I'm reading the sign and it's it's really just perfect marketing. It just goes over like the cost of what it what happens if you don't take care of like a broken tooth and how much worse it gets and then the cost incrementally going up and I'm like, "Oh my god. Forget this. I'll just I'll just take care of it. I'll just take care of it." And I was out of there within like, you know, 25 30 minutes and then I got home and uh I was like, yeah, I gotta go back on the 20th, and then I gotta go back three weeks later. Holy moly. And I couldn't believe it. So, so be careful what you eat. Don't eat anything too, uh, uh, too punishing. I, I, I have to imagine, like, I don't eat anything, anything, you know, that hard. I have a salad for lunch, you know, uh, and, and the salad just has lettuce and tomato and pickles and, and, and tuna. It's like a tuna, it's like basically like a tuna sub without the bread, you know? But it's all soft, you know? And then and then for dinner, like breakfast, I just have egg. I have two eggs, you know, and a hash brown. Soft, soft, everything's soft. And uh, for dinner, I usually just have, and here's a kicker, guys, popcorn. That's what did it. I am convinced that popcorn took my tooth out. I'm convinced that, like, a kernel must have, like, I, I, there must have been a kernel and, like, a handful of popcorn, and, and that's what I crunched on. I didn't even realize it happened. You know, and they, they said to me, they said, do you sleep with a, um, with a grind bit? And I said, yeah, I do. You guys sold it to me. <laughs> you should know this. I didn't say that, but they said, because, um, they said, are you wearing it every night? And I said, yeah. And they said, because, you know, maybe it happened while you were grinding your teeth. And I said, I don't think so, because the grind bit literally covers all of my upper teeth, you know? And, and if I grinded away at it and the thing came loose, then wouldn't I find it in the bit when I took it out of my mouth the next morning? I mean, that's like a reservoir in there. You know what I mean? I don't know. So that was my Monday. So I'm, I've got to go back to the to the dentist later on this month, and then again in three weeks. I'm going to get very familiar with the dentist. It's going to be very hard on our dog, because she's used to a walking schedule, and these are all morning appointments, and I have to kind of reconfigure my mornings. So thank you very much. And now the other thing is another kicker, man. I... I I have to get, I, I might have told you, my car failed inspection. I have to get some body work done, right? So I took it to this body shop recommended by uh, my uh, my car repair person, you know. They they took care of everything else, and uh, they said, you got to get the body work done. Go to this guy. He's great. He'll take care of you. So I go to this guy, and uh, I walk in there. This is like, it's just like like a dump of an office. And of course it is. You know what I mean? And it's in, it's like way down this road that nobody goes to. it's like a dead-end road and there's just cars everywhere it's almost impossible to, to maneuver in there just to park the car just to go in and talk to the guy to get like an estimate and i go in there and it's just a mess and the walls are a mess. It's like it looks like it's a hovel right and i'm just like what the hell so so then the, the guy comes out and he says hey how you doing he's a big guy deep voice uh gray beard and mustache uh and we start talking, and I start asking them questions because I'm just curious about people. You know that I have. You know the show's called "People Are the Enemy," but I, I, I'm very, I'm very into people, very intrigued by people. So I'm like, "Where did you come from?" Because your accent doesn't sound like somebody's. Like, hey, I said, "No, I came from, I came from New Jersey," and uh, or maybe he said, maybe he said New York. I don't know. It was either New York or New Jersey. The the accent's not too too different, so you can 
My apologies to New York and or New Jerseyans who swear there's a huge difference. Okay, maybe there is. My bad. Anyway, he's from the tri-state area, regardless, okay? And uh, he said, yeah, I was into bad stuff. I got shot twice, stabbed once. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> he said, uh, I speak five languages. I speak... Wait a second. Hold a, hold a, hold a. Whoa, 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 sunshine. You got... <laughs> Slow down. You, you came from the tri-state area. You, you, you've been shot twice, stabbed once. You're into some bad stuff, and you speak five languages. <laughs> Something doesn't jive here, champ. <laughs> yeah, man. Interesting cat, man. From Brazil. He speaks Portuguese, obviously, and English. And I don't know what the other three languages are, but I'm like, all right, maybe he speaks Spanish, because Spanish is sort of close to Portuguese. What could the other two be? You know, I didn't, I didn't think to ask, but he tells me how much my car is going to cost, and uh, and it's 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 a lot of money, man. It's 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 one thousand six hundred and fifty dollars. I have no problem telling you, okay? It's a lot of dough. So if you're going to buy a book, buy one now, <laughs> because uh, because I'm going to need your bread. <laughs> but yeah, it's my car is very old. The parts aren't there. He has to like mold new parts, basically. That's why it's going to be so expensive and. And it's not going to be done till January. I've got to drop it off like uh, like the first week in January, and then it's going to take four days to fix. That was the other thing. Like I said, all right, well, uh, I'll drop it off on a, um, I, you know, I, I have to work on Monday, so I'll just drop it off on a Monday night after I go, I go, go to work, and you can fix it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. He said, no, that's not going to happen. And like when he said no, it's like, holy crap. I mean, again, big guy, deep voice. I was like, this guy's in control. This is an alpha dude. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, oh, shit. Here we go. Oh boy. Acquiesce, Sandy. Acquiesce. This was recommended by your mechanic. This guy was recommended. So you know that your car will pass inspection once this guy fixes it. So he said, you'll drop the car off on Sunday night. And I said, okay. All right. And he said, and it'll be ready for you by, mostly Sunday, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, by, thir by Thursday. And I said, okay, well, I guess I'll just find another way to work then, sir. <laughs> You know, I was like, all right, okay. You know, I'm still trying to maintain a little bit of my masculinity walking out of there. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. What you have to deal with. This is it, man. This is life. What are you going to do? Want to hear one last story? Okay. Guy at the gym I talk to every morning. His name's John, right? Older gentleman, 70s, okay? Uh, he's very gregarious. Tells me he has five refrigerators. I was like, what? I wanted to say, like, what do you count as a refrigerator? You know, like, you know, like a Coleman, <laughs> a Coleman cooler is not a refrigerator, right? I didn't say that, but I'm thinking it, you know? But he's like, yeah, I got five refrigerators. I got, uh, <laughs> starts telling me where they are around his house. And I'm like, what? How is it? Like, who needs five refrigerators? And I said, does that use a lot of energy? He's like, nah, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, five? Man, I have, a, I have a hard time keeping just one. What do you need five refrigerators for? It just bothered me. Still thinking about that. Five refrigerators. What the hell, man? <sighs> anyway, oh, you guys, uh, that's about it for the show. Thank you so much for, for checking it out. Thanks for listening. I'm sorry I didn't talk about any music. You know, if I can recommend anything to you as far as as far as music, there's been some great biopics this year, as you know. You know, uh, we t I talked about Get Back a couple episodes ago. Um, shoot, man. If you get HBO Max, check out Listening to Kenny G. Holy crap. Yeah, I heard um, Penny Lane, the woman who made this documentary, on uh, The Best Show. 
And uh, I was like, I gotta see this documentary. And uh, a week later, it popped up on HBO Max. I've watched it twice. Oh my god, what a great documentary. If you're, like, intrigued about um, smooth jazz and how it found an audience and became hugely popular in the mid-90s with a certain demographic, it's gonna very much interest you. If you live through that period, and if you don't know what smooth jazz is, you're better off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but, yeah, there was a time when this... Uh, when jazz kind of morphed into this thing called smooth jazz. <laughs> and Kenny G was uh, essentially the Michael Jackson of smooth jazz. That might be the best way to describe it. And give it a shot. It, listening to Kenny G, I recommend it. Uh, I'd love to know what you think. Uh, thank, you for, uh, thank you for checking the show out. This has been episode 203 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Our theme song is Walrus Love by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song and more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascola. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. We love you. Peace.